The Grub and Grog podcast is produced by Spokecast. Spokecast is a community-focused podcasting house. Our mission is to remove the technical obstacles for creators starting their own podcast. Did you know that the majority of podcasts only ever created one episode? What stopped them? Maybe they didn't have the proper equipment. Perhaps editing was too difficult. Or they couldn't figure out how to get it published to where you're listening to this podcast at right now. Whatever the reason, Spokecast was started to remove those technical burdens for the podcast creators, just like Joel and Brandon of Grub and Grog. We help them focus on what truly matters about producing a podcast, making a podcast that is enjoyable to listen to, and of course, sounds amazing. If you've ever considered starting your own podcast, then you need to reach out to Spokecast. You can follow them on Instagram at spokecast.co or by emailing them at hello at spokecast.com. Now, Let's get to this episode of the Grub and Grog Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, my special little Grub and Groggers. Today we've got a fantastic show full of fun and mystery and sex, and it's called Grub and Grog. Sex, huh? God, this is going to get interesting quickly. In my head. In your head. All right. I'm going to imagine that one of the two Brandons in this room is going to get interesting, but good to see you, Joel. How was your 4th yeah. of July, buddy? Oh, fantastic. Yep. Yep. Oh, no. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Did you take the kids out to see some fireworks? No. No? Just no, let some TNT I, out in the backyard? Actually, uh, I started watching the series uh, The Last of Us. Oh, based yeah? Based on the game. Phenomenal. Yeah, I hear it. I've, I played I'm the not game. Gonna get, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. If you played the game, then you're going to love the series. Oh. They, same same writer. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway, so I got, I had some nice downtime. That's I same. I missed I the skipped, kids. I skipped the whole 4th of July thing, went out with some buddies, had some beers, and then by 9 o'clock when the fireworks were about to get rock and rolling, I got back to my house. Right, 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 right. Yep. The thing that eludes me is uh, people all, it's like, well, it's 4th of July, let's go to the lake, you know, as if nobody else has that idea. You know, to <laughs> me, it's like, okay, if there's, a, if there's a concert or if there's a carnival or if there's a sports event, you know, obviously you're drawn to the same thing, there's going to be a crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 4th of July in that way eludes me where it's like... Everybody wants to go everywhere all at once, and then they're surprised when Costco has, you know, 250-yard lines. Oh, yeah, or let alone trying to leave a small area, like Liberty Lake, for example, as a fireworks show. Trying to leave Liberty Lake after the fireworks show, yeah, good luck. Is that that where you went and saw your fireworks? No, I I skipped the fireworks this year. I watched watched Fantastic Fireworks on YouTube or something like that. I I went to uh, Europe a few years back, and I just so happened to be in... um, uh, what was it called? The band? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a little place down in the Italy called Tremoli. Countdown. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good, man. Uh, Tremoli. And it just so happened I got there at their their 4th of July, their you know Independence Day from their country. And right. I'd seen fireworks that spiraled, and I'd never seen those before. And it, ever since then, I've been like, why are all fireworks just the big explosion and the raining down? Right, right, Because right. fireworks can do a lot of other things. And so every year I go to fireworks, I'm like, man, these are pretty, but I've seen some bonkers fireworks. So... Yeah, yeah, what the I'm, heck, man? I want, I want some new evolutions in yeah, fireworks, people. Just, some little parachutes, <laughs> double explosions. Well, now I'm really upset. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so what's good? What's 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 the good food these days? Oh man, I went to a few different places this last uh, last few weeks. Uh, Bardic again, again had a blast there. That's where yeah, I went yeah, got yeah. some Bruce with some buddies. The Merck Pizza, putting that charcuterie on their pizza, and then they have a cleric, which is the putting all the the vegetables on the charcuterie on the right. pizza. So those just, I think it's cross utilization. Yeah. But then I took my pops to Mango Tree. We were burgered out, which is probably never going to happen again. But both of us looked at each other. I was like, man, a burger just sounds extra thick today. Yeah, yeah, and we were yeah. both like, ah, man, 
let's go somewhere else. We decided to go to Indian food. I think that's the first time I've ever gone to Indian food with my father. And I was really nervous. I don't know why. Like, of course he likes Indian food. Like he yeah. loves all flavors across the board. But it was funny because I was sitting there with him, four other people in the restaurant. It was like middle of the day. Oh, and man. I was like, oh, I hope he likes what he's eating. And he got like tikka masala or something like that. And it was fabulous. So we had a really nice time. Mango Tree does an excellent job in the valley. Right. Um, probably my favorite Indian pl- place right now. Although yeah. I was just told somewhere on the north side, I have to go check it out. Uh, Queen of Sheba, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear it's really tasty. So Top of India, too. Top of India, fantastic you've been there gone, i've gone there in the valley yeah, yeah absolutely phenomenal i used to go to their lunch special all the time they burned me once and i've been cautious and i don't mean burn me as in like did something wrong to me like i ordered a like three and they gave me a five and oh, I, I, I couldn't even i was like sitting there i'm like i want to love this but it's just burning <laughs> like i had to add sour cream which is like a sin to any hot dish sour cream. No, no i went home with my remains <laughs> And was like, oh, thanks. It's been really delicious. I'll get a box to go and pour a bunch of sour cream on it, stir it up, and it was still too hot. That's wow. how. And I like spice, but it was, it was. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. the guy just like looked away when he was dumping it in, but like, wow. So, what about you, man? Where have you been this week? Where have you been eating? Um, so, uh, we, well, we both just came from Peace Pie, which I like their pizza. You know, yeah, Peace Pie. Not, not bad pizza. for you know by the slice. You know, you really can't. I think you can and can't judge a pizza place. On that, uh, I went to Durkin's and tried the burger. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, was recommended. Um, it was almost. I would say it's so good. Let me just say that first, right off. Nice. Right, so Starting off with Dur- a good line. Yeah, Durk- Durkin's. Uh, I've I've never had bad service. I've never had bad food. Completely agree. I would say this though. Uh, I think that they they really they did a good job on flavor in their burger, but I think they kind of piled on the flavor. A little a too rich for your blood. Yeah, like it's like the flavors are fantastic, but if they could just kind of like, you know, spread it, yeah, cut it in half, and then spread that flavor over the rest of the burger, I think it would be perfect. Sure. So just you know, a, little, like a little too too much. It took away from the meat a little bit. You know, it took away from the ingredients a little bit. Just, and I've been to Durkin's; they're very flavorful, and I yeah. agree. And I had like a, a fried bologna sandwich, which by the way is apparently Durkin's like big thing. They do their own really? fried bologna. Uh, awesome, but um, not Oscar Mayer. No, <laughs> um, oh fuck it then. Yeah. <laughs> If it's not what I yeah. grew up on, then I don't what want it. Homemade bullshit? No way. <laughs> but um, very, very flavorful. I was stoked at the time. I was intoxicated, so anything flavorful is just blowing your mind at that point. Right. But uh, there's something about cohesion. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, it took a second for that to sink in, but the brilliance of that. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just like there's got to be like a cohesion. Um, like I said, I went to Wild Sage well, like a month ago now. And their burger, every bite felt consistent all the way through. You get every yeah. little ingredient. It was sitting there like that. And I've had Durkin's before, and I, I love their food. They're phenomenal. But there is something to be said about richness. If if you are hitting so many notes so hard, right. it becomes a concophony. Too much noise, too much flavor coming at you at once. It becomes difficult to to dissect, to enjoy. Right. It just becomes bam in your face. And in some places, that's really good. I bet Cajun food. I would love to try some Cajun food that was just slamming with spices right but if you're trying to get a cohesive burger that can be a little but I, I yeah so i think that that's where pe- people I, here's my theory is that people take that one bite and they're like oh, it's just not it just doesn't have what i want yet and it's mm. like well instead of taking the one bite take like four or five bites yeah you know we're talking about this and that that goes for everything you know you can't judge a beer on three ounces you know i people are like you want to try a sample of that i'm like just give me a pint yeah because well, if weird. I don't, yeah, if it's too rich, you know, I'll nurse it. And if it's sure, if it's not flavorful enough, I'll chug it. And, if, it's, and if it's great, I'll come back and get another one. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's the same uh, in the wine industry. We do that a lot. I, I tell people if you're going to be pouring a sampler or a flight of wine, 
you got to have three sips in there. I got taught this by an older gentleman in the wine industry who'd been there a lot longer than I was. And he's got to have three sips. First sip is in, uh, gets rid of whatever flavor was in your mouth beforehand. If you're on a flight, that's the previous wine. Right. Second sip is the neutral sip. It's hopefully as close to what you're wanting. And then the third sip is the true sip. That's where you're actually getting the flavor of the wine. Right. And before that, if you don't have that full three sips and have enough to get it across the palate, you're just you're just missing out because you're not going to really know what that tastes like. And like you said to the burger, and uh, one of my rules when I order something, I'm a salt fiend. Like absolutely yeah. love salt. Like, I, I put I, it. I almost forgot that about you. Yeah, almost, <laughs> except yeah. that I put it on everything, right. everything. And uh, I promised myself that Ice I would. Cream. <laughs> it's not bad. Just saying. <laughs> a little bit of sea salt on top Every, of your caramel. Everything needs salt, though. It, well, it brings out flavor. Like as a cook. Yeah. I and don't, if it's sweet, it needs salt. I think Marco White said, uh, you got to accept that other people have different palates than you. And so right. putting salt on the table is not an insult to the chef. It's, it's allowing people to flavor things the way they want it. And right. I will take three or four bites before I consider putting salt on something. I want to know what the true flavor of this is, and then yes. I'll spice it to my level or salt it to my sweet, tasty, heart-clogging I, I wish that didn't, didn't separate you from most people because I appreciate that about you. And only that. No, <laughs> Everything but, else subpar. No, it, I, think that, I think that that's a good point for our listeners, both of them, uh, <laughs> is that... Uh, yeah, try it. You know, try something the way the chef wants. I mean, we covered this. I'm not going to get back into it and rehash it. But that's a very good point is, you know, take the first few bites, you know. Well, I mean, it goes back to your what your mom said. You, you don't can't like it if you don't try it. You can't hate yeah. it if you don't try it. And I think that's important. I will try anything. I have this rule. I'll try anything twice because the first time it could have been made wrong. Right. You never you've, you've had that where you go to the like I have a friend who continues to claim they have the best potato salad in the world. It's not. I'm not going to name their name. They know who they are. It's not the best potato salad in the world, but I've had other people's potato salads that I'm like, "Wow, this is fantastic." Yeah. So if you had this person ranting and raving about how their potato salad's the best in the world and that was your first experience and it wasn't good, you got to try somebody else's. It's just <laughs> I mean, I won't do puffer fish right, twice. Right. I mean, no, yeah. No, it's it's like if you survive the first time. <laughs> I got myself lucky. Yeah, walk away, play the lottery. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I guess Fugu is like super, super good, though. I want to try it. I, I want someone else to try the same first, and then I'll try it. After. So I got to ask, what's the, what's the, the, I have an answer for this. That's why I'm asking you first. What's the food you've always wanted to try more of? Like, I'll give my example first. Just like a nationality of food or like a, whole, like a country or whatever. of food or insects or something I really want to eat more really? of. And that sounds crazy. More of. But more of. I have only had a few worms in my life. <laughs> I was kidding. Right, but, right. Um, a few ants when I was and trying I to prove. them. I just caught them. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you know when you're a kid and you're trying to impress them and you're like, look, I can eat this ant. And you're like, oh. And they're like, whoa. And now you're like, that's meaningless. I eat flaming hot Cheetos on the daily. <laughs> right. Well, you, But I, I've heard that insects are going to be the new in, in 2030. 30 years, the new staple of protein because it's reliable and easy. Right. So and if also can, the governments are coming to an end and we're going to have to eat them for <laughs> all we have, right. catching cockroaches and roasting that thing up. But mm, I've always a lovely I've, tarantula. What's that? Arizona? What is it? That's an excellent rat burger <laughs> from the militian man. Like it's a oh good damn God. rat burger. You know what? I don't care. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Your Stallone needs work, but that's okay. <laughs> you got to be the like, That's not... <laughs> Arnold They both uh, have foreign accents. <laughs> so I've never tried. The, here's the thing that really worries me is that uh, you hear that story about the college kid that was dared to eat a slug and now he has neurological disorders. That oh, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah, you, don't you look about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, so unless 
I mean, like, I'm into it. I'm, I'll try it. Sure. I don't want squishy stuff. No, sure. I mean, like, I've, roast me a tarantula. I'll try that before I eat a slug. I still haven't tried crickets yet. You know. Like, oh, really? I had, uh, I think I had mealworm biscuits that were made, which sounds yeah. like bad biscuits. Just actually, they were made by a really nice restaurant at a Halloween special dinner, and it was actually pretty yeah. good. And then I had crickets mixed in with popcorn because when they're roasted right, they are the same consistency. I heard crickets are great. I mean, they serve them everywhere. Yeah, all the rest of the world has no problems with it. Ranch, nacho cheese, sour cream and onion. <laughs> crickets mm. everything is like everything is like they put it out and they're like oh my god and then well we gotta do it in ranch white, now exactly. white people are like ranch <laughs> i'm surprised that people just don't have like a white claw ranch flavored oh <laughs> hidden valley white claw oh my god the crossover nobody wanted hidden valley is like we weren't gonna do this uh no i'm not okay so the food that i want more of uh I I I want to get into I want to get into the strange kind of uh, Zimmer you know remember the how bizarre guy Zimmerman or Zimmer whatever the oh, guy yeah, that yeah. would go around eating all this weird crap you know uh, I I just want to like try stuff I think that lately I've been it's been kind of stagnant you know because I've kind of pretty much absorbed everything in the city and, sure and haven't gone to you want to try weird place yeah I haven't I don't remember the the last weirdest thing I've eaten. I shouldn't say out loud. No, I'm kidding. Uh, really, nothing. I got. I mean, really? Yeah, I'm kind of boring in that way. That I your I, skin tone says that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am white milk toast here, but uh, well, it's also hard to find unique yeah. foods, kind of, like truly unique foods. Like, Not I that really I'm looking. No, that's fair. But I really want to try. Um, Feast is a newer place in town. They do um, foods from all over the world. Uh, I went to, like I said, that unique dinner at Halloween that was all like scary themed, like different things you ever had. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's there's stuff you can find, well, but a it's a seasonal sorry. thing. Yeah. They go. Um, what's the restaurant out of the casino? Uh, Maslow's. Oh, you got me there. They got like ten. Yeah. So, so it's like they're really nice yeah. steakhouse. They did a a, a blind taste. So you got a, a blindfold at your table, and you put oh, the blindfold on, it. and they would send stuff in front of you, and like the servers had to put it right in front of you and hand you the fork. And you were like told it's going to be soft, it's going to be whatever, and like you're eating it, and and you did this. Oh yeah, it was a blast. I took my girlfriend. How and many we, courses? Uh, five, five, uh, five or six. Because I think dessert was all added strange. Uh, some were strange. Some were palate cleansers. A few were like traditional. Like one was beef tongue, and I was like, that's not. Oh beef. yeah. My family's Mexican. My grandma cooked beef tongue a lot, and yeah, it's good. Cool. I, I've on. had pig brains. That was was really pig brains with scrambled eggs. Man, if nobody tells you, fantastic. If they tell you, you're never going to look at them the same way. But we used to do, I used to raise pigs for a small amount of time, and our buddy would do the whole, like, roast the whole pig. And then they, Whoa. I hate to say it, maybe this is R, but, like, crack the skull open, and we'd take the brains out and use that in uh, uh, scrambled eggs. Phenomenal. Again, what don't want to watch it. Is it that kind it's of liver like protein? Kind of yeah, like, exactly. Like this little, like, softer liver what the meat. Hell? It was really good. What the fuck I mean, is wrong with you? I know, it's a, I'm a psychopath. No, I'm, it's white and it makes sense why you're so smart. I mean, <laughs> exactly. exactly. I, need, I need to eat some more brain. Go get bring me to be a pig. Go eat me some brain. God, that's, man. that's how all of us talk before we <laughs> ate it. <No. laughs> oh man, it's people that make it off the farm are the ones that actually go for the brain. It's the, exactly. it's, it's the, the, the milk toast like me. They're like, I need that brain. Only bacon, please. Yeah. <laughs> bacon and pork chops. Give me the belly. I do. I do want to get more into. Um, like kind of the more Ethiopian type foods, you know, like just more uh, not so common countries, you know, like yeah. e Ethiopia and and other parts of Asia and stuff like that. 
You know, I, I think that traveling, though, is one of the things I think is really important as far as eating all these new and exciting foods. You know, I don't know if you've ever done any traveling like that. The, the closest I've, I've gotten to Mexico, nothing, sure. nothing exciting then. You know, they pretty much do everything they can to make where they where you visit a lot like America. Sure. They're, they're, it's a tourist. You're coming to a tourist area. Which sucks because I, like, I want to see the Yucatan. And yeah. I, I got lucky. I want to see uh, the you know, Aztec stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. I, I want to get... A, a Brazilian uh, steak shop just opened up in Spokane somewhere. Yeah. I, I, really I want them that. to capture me with the gorillas. Not gorillas, but gorillas. <laughs> and hold me hostage until some Navy SEALs show up. Is that too much to ask? Too, yeah. ah, a little bit. I mean, you're stuck in the Northwest. Yeah. So. Is there a package deal for that? Okay. Yeah, so real do you cheap want SEAL if you're willing six to. Or just SEAL Team 2. SEAL Team 6 is an extra $125 per member. Yes. Do you want to be shot? Because we can shoot you in a very, <laughs> a very discreet place and you can say, yes, I would like to be shot. Thank you. AK 47? Oh, fantastic. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Yeah. Two extra bullets, though. Uh, I got really lucky. I went to, um, <laughs> when I was much younger, I went on a mission trip to Mexico. Which meant I was out of the beaten path, and I did get uh, a family style beans, rice, tortillas, the whole work, all made fresh, and that was that blew me out of the water. To this day, yeah. I've never had better Mexican food in my life, absolutely, because really? it was authentic, top to bottom. They had it all; they made it all themselves. There was like five women in the house while we were trying to build a church. Uh, a bunch of thirteen to fifteen year olds trying to build a church yeah. with like three adults telling what. To, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think some more piles over there that'll be good <laughs> surely this will last through i mean small gusts of wind <laughs> right god anyway. there's not a lot of rain here yeah. is there because <laughs> we're not really good at roofs we forgot the roof <laughs> so we well, just brought a tarp <laughs> but we're gonna need it back when we leave oh god jeez how long did you do that for i was there for a week and a half uh it was fun it was okay it was a blast it was uh, i think right. through my youth group at the time right you um, built you built yeah, we spent a week and a half building up a pretty solid structure, and then I think the next mission trip <laughs> came in and finished it, which right. I hope was full of adults who knew what they were doing, because right. those kids were like, oh yeah, hammers. <laughs> yeah. Some of these kids had never, ever been outside their little suburban house, and they're Shipping like, a away. hammer and a screwdriver, and I'm like, yeah, it's bad, yeah. Well, good for them, though. I mean, like, they're, you know, I will say that about uh, places that do things like that. I'm, I'm, of course, referring to the Christianic church. They usually put a lot of people out there. and <laughs> They certainly do. Well, my buddy just got back from Africa, and that's what he's been doing. He's been going out there and teaching the word and all that stuff. And I'm like, well, good for you, man. You know, like, he's, he's, a, he's immersed in this completely different culture. And that's kind of what I was talking about with food. Like, I really want to get out there and do that. And I don't know how well you could. I, I think we should probably really uh, research that as far as Spokane. Let's see what we can do about getting the weirdest and most obscure food. I bet you our Spokane czar here, Brennan. I, he, I, there's little he doesn't know. That's if true. You, if yeah. you don't, have his, <laughs> his yes, brain does not fit in rooms. It's so good. No, and considering you can fill the earth or another earth with what I don't know. I was gonna. I was already going to like. I had like a little list of things that I needed to correct you on uh, before the end of the show. Yes, Please, yes. Uh, yeah, hit me Queen with Queen of Sheba is not Indian. It's Ethiopian. Ethiopian. Okay. There we go. Uh, there we go. Then, I'm halfway there. And then Feast World Kitchen is the name of the place. And it's, Feast World it's Kitchen. It's a nonprofit that features every, I mean, I think every day during the week, uh, Wednesday through Sunday, they have a different uh, chef that's um, either an immigrant, a refugee from like sh serving their food from their like, oh uh, my culture. God. Yeah, uh, their, I've heard that. That's the one-stop shop. Yeah. yeah. Where so, I'm going. And they yeah. and they and it ranges from like 
No, they do this like it, from South America to Africa. Right, to, right, right. So many different like, limitless. I, limitless. I'm assuming. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of yeah. So is this like a like uh, they'll come in for a week or they come in for a night or? Uh, I think they. It's like a month long. Month long. Month long to I mean longer depending on you know how the the idea is that it's like a stepping stone to see if like the people that are having their like one night pop ups will then can like maybe have a. Have, yeah, a self-sustaining, have, a, have, yeah. have a self-sustaining business and so all the money made from that night goes to to the chef and they also they also covered costs for yeah the, yeah yeah, the yeah, yeah. if they've got the restaurant but yeah right. no it's uh it's a pretty it's a it's a very very cool place yeah, I, I love I that. Think that we should go this coming week or so and yeah. come back with a full report on what they're everything they're doing because that's yeah. that's awesome that's just straight up apparently spokane and seattle are the two largest uh, like refugee locations in the Northwest, if I'm correct. Like yeah, people come here for that reason. And that's mm-hmm. awesome. I completely agree with that. Like, Specifically from a certain country or just, uh, from, just... I think we bring in a lot of from all over the place. Like I said, for feast understanding and I might be showing my ignorance here, but by all means, I, I think that's awesome that we should have oh, absolutely, yeah. more people coming to this area. This is a good well, spot. To and end. that's what I was going to say too, is like, I mean, I think that's a good place to start is just to try and go and find the most obscure. I think we should do that. We'll, we'll, we'll call it a, m- a month from now, you know, a few shows from now. And as we get closer, we'll announce it more and more. But yeah, I think, let's do uh, it. Let's let's do this mission to find some the, strange the, foods, the weirdest or some unique food. foods, unique foods. Because it's not weird; it's weird to us. Well, we're white it's boys, a snack but or right, right. Right. it's weird to us. Again, well, again, I am white as a cloud. Oh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let's move on to we were we were discussing this week. We were deciding where we wanted to go with food this week, and we were thinking pizza, right? Right, yeah. So yeah, it's it's easy. I don't. I think there's easy. No, it's easy. (laughs) It's easy to go on food. I think a little more than the drink because you know people. And people are sitting there researching drinks every day. Sometimes. Yeah, no kidding. It's pizza. You just get order from Domino's, and you're yeah. like, ah, oh, pizza. They're at. Well, speaking of which, tell tell me tell oh. tell them what you told me. Oh which man, is ridiculous. So I I um went out drinking a few nights ago, and I came home, and I had the strongest craving for uh, a thin crust pizza, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just order a, a, a large thin crust pizza from. Uh, Pizza Hut. And this is after a, a night of uh, libation research. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, research. That's a good way yes. to put it. I think I, like I had I, like I think it. I had four glasses of wine. Researching right now. And, yeah, researching right now. I had four glasses of wine and came home and made myself like a whiskey shifter. So I was like, oh, dirt. my God. I was, I was, yeah, I felt terrible the next morning. And I finished my wine off with port. So like I had all these good wines and then I was like sugar and then hit it with like maker's mark or something like that, which is fine and great. But I finished sweet, which is not oh a good idea. Gosh. Like I, I felt it in the morning, which is my own fault. Yeah. But I ordered a large pizza, it's just a large pizza, pepperoni, bacon and tomato. Yeah. And uh, it, it got delivered to me. And I, I didn't even really enjoy it because I was drunk at that point playing video games and I was just like, crunching through it. Yeah. And it was thirty six dollars. Oh. I think the pizza was like twelve or thirteen Maybe a little bit more because I added a third ingredient because I think two ingredients is like the, their standard. And I was like, damn, I could have gone in the morning with hindsight about what I drank, but also hindsight about what I ate. I was like, I I shouldn't have done it. And I was just talking to you about this. Thin crust should be cheaper. I'm just saying. If they pan crust and hand tossed, they're all yeah. going to be in that place. Like thin crust is half the amount of crust. And crust is probably the cheapest thing, but come <laughs> on. <laughs> You're not paying for the ingredients. You're paying for the service. Yeah, agreed. And right. I, I totally respect that. I was like, taxes, right. delivery, service charge, everything, twenty bucks. That's that's my privilege. I'll take that. I was I earned that. And the problem was like the next morning I realized my internet was shoddy and I clicked the 
the order button like six times. So I had six charges of $36. Luckily, the STCU took care of that for me. Thank but God. But not six pizzas. Not six pizzas. One pizza, $36. Don't get it. Yeah. So we were speaking about this, but yeah. like... There, there's nothing wrong with class, classic Zaw. I mean, like, if you want Pizza Hut, Domino's, Little Caesars, uh, Papa John's, whatever you're going for, right? that's fine. I get it. Hey, man, we're, we've are we all been in college at certain points in our lives. And if you weren't in college, you still probably ate pizza at some point in your life. Uh, it's fine. I, I I like bad pizza. Little Caesars. My brother worked at Little Caesars for, like, four years. Yeah. Still love Little Caesars. I, I ate Totino's. Oh my when I, I would, yeah. Red Baron hit that. Yeah, all that. Yeah, all that. Oh, hit that. <laughs> Add some extra cheese on I top would, of it because it's about six slices of cheese I on mean, a whole pizza. I would roll other ingredients into it like a joint. Um, like a or should I say a burrito? I oh, don't. <laughs> pizza, Joel. Pizza, <laughs> yeah. god damn it, nuts. Anyways, back to burritos. I mean pizza. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I would uh, you know, that was back when I was a teenager and could eat pretty much anything without right. any kind of <laughs> no consequences. Yeah, whatever. Exactly. And so I'd eat two and both were rolled with God knows what. I probably don't even want to say. But uh everything yeah, in the fridge at that really point. Really bad pizza is still pretty good. You know, my family uh we would make bagel pizzas or not bagel bites bagels we'd slice in half put some marinara on that bad boy and put your own ingredients on it i've been doing that for years pizza bagels and pizza english muffins that really? was like our that was that was our treat for the week just plain we, bagels yeah just plain bagel or an asiago if we were feeling Whoa. rich this week <laughs> but that was that was my thing all year i uh, and so pizza i have a very fondness for pizza and i'll still yeah. attempt to make those once in a while um <laughs> my roommates are a little bit more highbrow at this point but they're like oh can we put some nice cheese and stuff on there i'm like you don't like craft shredded cheese and, <laughs> and hormel pepperonis that's pretty good right oh that brings a point i mean like we were talking about that um a while back is like i i like american cheese on a burger you know like it's, it just has that nice lubrication to help that fucker down you know but uh it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it all the way. yeah but it's almost like there's certain burgers you have to have with that but same thing with pizza is like some you know you know when i was a kid it was english muffins we would just yeah slather it on a bunch of you know whatever cheese we had probably government cheese government but, yeah you know coming that green brick yeah mm-hmm. and good shit but uh and it was, uh, it was, that was, uh, you know, I mean, today, uh, my niece is watching my kids and she's making pizzas out of tortillas, you know, and I, so I found oh, this. Oh man. Tortilla quesadilla. <laughs> like quesadilla quesadilla pizza. Pizza pizza. Pizza pizza. Pizza pizza. Pizza pizza. I like it. Yeah. Oh man. If We're going to make a sued. By who? <laughs> the tortilla company? Sponsored by. <laughs> yeah. Pizza pizza. Uh, that's just a slogan I came up with just now. Yeah. <laughs> Never been used ever before in <laughs> human history. So, okay. Uh, so we've talked about these, these lowbrow pizzas, these pizzas that are acceptable in all regards. Again, I will never ever shit on Domino's and Pizza Hut. They they got me through years of my life. I'm a Pizza Hut guy. Yeah. You know, I I am too. I but like at the same crust. time, Domino's, do you remember that whole campaign Domino's did where like they had a bunch of people eat their Domino's pizza and everyone was like it tastes like cardboard and terrible. And they yeah. rebranded themselves and I revitalized do. themselves. Yeah. I love that they shared that with the public. <laughs> Could you imagine if any other company did that? Like Subway was like, hey try our subs and everyone's like these are garbage. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Domino's had the balls to be like, yeah, we know. And we just wanted to prove it to everybody so that we could rebrand and tell right, HR right. we need better ingredients. It was about time, too. I mean, I don't think that they nailed it or knocked it out of the park. But I do remember getting a little bit better, you know, because it was getting pretty bad. Yeah. I think that was like, 
I mean, I just think back when every everything started off with these fresh ingredients, and now oh man, Godfather's. Now yeah. I go to Godfather's all the time well, for fresh ingredients. Well, that, okay, so there's a question. What's like if you could if you, if you had the magic phone? And all you had to do was press a button, and a pizza would instantly get to from you from my childhood, from anywhere, child, a place oh, that no anywhere? longer exists or or exists today. Doesn't matter where it is in the world, you know. I don't care if you've been to Italy and had. I have been to Italy, and I have had pizza. It's fantastic, Jesus, man. <laughs> Such a world. Would you build houses there too? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what is this? A hammer? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a pasta. Come on. <laughs> well, we're gonna build a house out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Probably good. Some of their breadsticks and everything. Bless Jesus. Uh, <laughs> um, if I could have any pizza right now, it would be um, Office Brothers. Office Brothers Pizza in Liberty Lake. And there's, I think there's another one somewhere up north, if I'm correct. Office they just, Brothers. Yeah. It, Interesting it, name. Yeah, exactly. It, you don't think it. They have right. the best crust. I um, ordered a pizza from them. Uh, me and my pops went again. <laughs> we just eat so much. <laughs> and we, we decided to make our own. And it was bar none the best pizza we had. We put on like three different meats. Two different cheeses, artichokes, some yeah, garlic, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm a meat guy. Like I, I right, love, right, right, right. I love some vegetables. I hate olives. I wish, I wish I could love olives. Everything about them screams that I should love them, but I just cannot. I try every. Two I think weeks. it's weird that you want to like them. I do. They're salty. They're vegetables. I think all of them vegetables, right? Yeah. No. Czar. Czar. Oh, okay. Um, oh, um, so I was just gonna say, I wanted, to, I wanted to correct you. It is not <laughs> Office Brothers Pizza. It's Brothers Office Pizza. Oh man, you. this whole time. What are you doing what are you here? You zone? idiot. <laughs> I'm out of here. That's and the, no. Uh, uh, that's, that's Brothers Office Pizza. That doesn't roll off the tongue it at all. Does it? I, Office no, Brothers I like sounds it. so much better. I know. Now that you say that, I feel like I corrected it in my mind, and now I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> Either way, I'm just gonna say it doesn't scream pizza to me. You know, it, uh, it's phenomenal. Great ingredients. I props. I, I'll go there yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. and buy crust and bring it home Liberty to try and make my own. Yeah. There's another. I can't remember where the other location's at, but right, I know there's right, another right. one there. Yeah, right. There's one in the valley as well. Oh, the valley. Okay, perfect. Deep Val. Like, uh, actually, I now that I think about it. So this has been mentioned on my podcast before, and we were gonna go there, and it's like we rolled up to it, and it was jam packed. Yeah. It was like it was like if Friday. Like we were trying to go there on a Friday night. I was like, it's like on fifty or oh, not fifty seven, thirty second in the valley, and it was like everyone in their Mom, oh, everybody Jersey. was going. Was yeah, like there's no way. To, it was there was like no way to even get a seat. That's that's right. the Liberty Lake one. If you go on any time in the weekend, yeah. it's just packed. And I, I went on like a Wednesday, thank God, so it wasn't a problem. So they've been around. They've, they've been around for a while. I mean, obviously they're, they're established. Uh, yeah, they two locations. Highly recommend. I'll, I'll yeah. take you sometime. It's, right. it's it's good pizza. It's expensive pizza, but it's good pizza. And I think there's something to be said about like there's a level right. of quality that comes with that. So and have you had Market Street yet? No, we were supposed oh, to go this weekend. God. Something happened. We couldn't make it. But so, Marcus yes. Street's on the list. They were they were closed for the fourth. Um, I talked to the owner, who I I didn't even know this guy, and, and all of a sudden this guy sitting next to me at a bar, and he's like, uh, <laughs> "Is <laughs> oh man, I want to I want to hear this story." <laughs> oh, you know him, Aaron? Yeah, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and this guy sits down, and uh, there's a minimum on cards, you know, and he just wants one beer, you know, and uh, they mentioned, I go, you know, I go, you know what, just put it on my tab, it's whatever, you know, because he has a chef coat on, and I'm like, yeah, you got it. Yeah, exactly. You, I mean, Why not? You got to look out for you, you know, who else is going to look out for us if we don't look out for <laughs> exactly. ourselves, you know? And uh, so he sits down and he goes, oh, geez, man, thanks, you know, and obviously, you know, I'm a hero to him now, and uh, <laughs> he'll never forget me. But uh, anyways, and we got to talking, and, 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 you know, we started talking about Market Street and stuff like that, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And the, the thing that stood out to me is that they do their own mozzarella. 
Oh, know, which I thought, which I think is cool. It's always fascinating to me, you know, watching people make mozzarella and, you know, and grab those balls and I mean, form the balls. Yeah. I've, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a lot of ball work. A lot of balls. Is this the sex part yeah. of the show that we're going to get to? This is the rated R grabbing those balls. It's sexy. It's not sex, but it's. Mozzarella. Sex, mozzarella. It's mozzarella. It's a mozzarella. It's, it's you can't see mozzarella. my hand right now, but I'm doing the gesture. The mangiamo. Okay. Anyways, uh, yeah. So, anyways, I reached out to him because you know those drunken times when you're like, "Let's be Facebook friends," and then the next day you're like, "Who the fuck is Aaron?" You know. But I did remember because uh, I wanted to learn how to make mozzarella, and I said, "Hey, yeah. is there any way that you could just employ me, or you don't have to pay me?" Yeah, you in fact, I'll pay hey, you. I, I think that's awesome. I think personally, if you're willing to take a take on a skill for free, or yeah, I want to learn like, how to make, it, you know? to make mozzarella. That's well, that's when I was working at Mary Hill, and uh, I loved it, and didn't want to quit. So, but I wanted to incorporate that into my, you know, into my Batman tool belt, which. <laughs> The utility belt. Yeah, Some extra mozzarella. I'm still waiting Batman's for Batman's mozzarella, you know. Pat, 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 patent pending. <laughs> patent pending mozzarella. Uh, on, the, on the name there. But uh, but anyways, yeah, I wanted to put uh, mozzarella on that list and um, never worked out. But anyways, I got a hold of him and I said, hey, we want to come down with yeah. this podcast. Maybe you could just sit down with us for a bit. And he's like, no problem. So that's so we got that's something to look there forward to. There we go. To. That'd be yeah. sweet. Yeah. yeah so I'd stay love tuned, listener, listeners. <laughs> yeah. uh, now that we have two, both of my you, mom. Yeah. And us. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Then we already know who both of them are. It's <laughs> my cousin Kathy and your mom. <laughs> uh, oh. Anyways, um, so uh, this we got to say it. Let's just get it over with. Pineapple on pizza. Oh I, my! I've always I've I've liked it since I was a kid. Hate it. I like the Hawaiian. Hate it. Yeah, hate it. I think I don't think there's a I've middle got, ground. I don't think there's a. It's a yes or a no. It's not like oh, I. Sometimes. I found the middle ground. So, but so yeah, I've, you did I've find had, the middle ground. I found the middle ground. So I, I'm avidly against avidly. Yeah, I think. Anyways, I'm deeply against <laughs> pineapple on pizza. I think it's an abomination, and that's partially because I don't think canned pineapple or pineapple from a bag counts. I think that's a. a a bad ingredient from a bag. I've I, what kind of fucked buddy, up pineapple my, do you? <laughs> buddy worked at a Pizza Hut, man. So, <laughs> anyways, oh. uh, I don't like. Uh, yeah, your favorite. Mm, something. Else. Anyways, uh, I just I you, you go to a party. I, I read this story once, and it's it's always held true because I've tested it myself. I uh, we went to a party and we ordered. We're like, hey, we're getting pizza for the group. What's everybody want? And everyone's like, pepperoni, cheese, combo. And somebody's like, oh, but you're Hawaiian. And I was like, "All right, fine. We'll we'll get a we'll get a pepperoni, a cheese, a Hawaiian, and a pepper uh, and a combination." All of the other three pizzas were completed before that Hawaiian was eaten. Because you want to know the secret about Hawaiian pizza? If you like Hawaiian pizza, you're gonna eat the other pizzas first because nobody else is gonna touch your Hawaiian. So you get to walk home with the rest of the box when everybody else is like, "Oh, I guess there's no more pepperoni and cheese and combo because." Who are you, Lex Luthor? How the hell did you? <laughs> I wouldn't even Dude, think no, about that. At the end of the night, that. there was a pineapple pizza left really? over. And everything else was gone, and I was like, "You." You did this, and you, you get to go home with. You can take your refrigerated pizza home. Oh, I guess nobody, <laughs> oh, nobody else pepperoni. wants this. I'll take it. <laughs> so I did find the middle ground. I went to Benedito's on the South Hill. And this is when I first moved up to the South Hill recently, and um, we went there and we ordered two pizzas. We ordered a pepperoni or meat lovers, and then we ordered a Hawaiian because my uh, roommates wanted to really order one. And I have to say, it was the best Hawaiian I've ever had. First of all, they don't use Canadian bacon; they use prosciutto, so saltier meat. 
right off the bat. Makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. you're gonna want that. Exactly. The offset because they also used freshly sliced pineapple. They, I don't know if not from a bag, not from a bag, not from a can, not dole, not any of those. I prefer bag pineapple. Yeah, you seem like the kind of. (laughs) Well, you know the the words are synonymous with each other. The bag and pineapple. I can't get over it apparently. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I loved it. It was it was the best Hawaiian I'd ever had because the pineapple really was that sweet, juicy pineapple and the prosciutto was that really salty meat and it, it yeah. really balanced it out. And I could see the appeal from there. And as soon as I had it, I again redoubled my hatred for all the Pizza Hut right, 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 and right. Domino's pineapple pizza I'd ever had in my life. That only fueled could. your rage. It only fueled it because I realized how good it could be and how and good how it probably is and how bad it. everybody was doing it. It's Fucking like you said, assholes. Now so, I'm mad. Yeah, be mad. Let's go to Benedito's. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I, w- I was thoroughly impressed. I, was, I went to Benedito's on the South Hill and they had an excellent... Hawaiian pizza. So good that I, I, I after some other in, environmental movements against them <laughs> with my roommates, we went back three or four times. We decided that the only thing we'll order there is the Hawaiian pizza at the South Hill location because it's right, so right, right, right. good compared to all the other pizzas they make, which are good, but that Hawaiian is just... Mm. Okay, so we got one and one. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, it's definitely... I love pineapple. But, like, no, I don't feel like anyone's eating, like, a, a true, like, Hawaiian pizza anymore that likes pizza because... Hawaiian pizza with with like whatever it is is awful. Like I have Thank you. You spoke my words. <laughs> pepperoni and pineapple is really good. Or like I also like Or that. like pepperoni, not pepperoni or pineapple and uh, jalapenos. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, probably. Like yeah, it's fine. just like you got to get the the sweet and savory and spiciness too. Chorizo like, pineapple like, yeah, probably like, oh, chori- oh, like oh, uh, you know what? Uh, Flying goat does go. a chorizo pineapple and like it's Pear, very spicy and it, yeah. oh, it's so good like i feel like the people who don't like pineapple on pizza are judging it based on canadian bacon and which like, has sure. no flavor which has yeah. zero flavor has no it's flavor. Just bad ham man it's, yeah if you get a good pizza at like any restaurant in spokane that has pineapple on it it's going to be an elevated style of like a hawaiian style pizza but i completely like, agree it just it's the flavor like it's just like if you don't think, yeah, it's like I, I love pineapple. I love sweet stuff on my pizza. Yep. Yeah, it, yeah, give oh, it to me all. Like honey, gl- honey, honey drizzle oh, mm. with pear and chorizo. Yeah. Oh, flying that, goat does oh that chorizo yeah. pear pizza with that some honey just made on me it. Honey drizzle. <laughs> um, <laughs> second, so, sex, second sex in the Brent, game. <laughs> what do you know the connection between the two Beneditos? Is there any connection besides the name? Oh, I don't know actually. I, I, honestly, what? Oh, <laughs> oh my god, the well, world like, got smaller. <laughs> they might. I mean, I I feel like they. They have to be connected. They, I mean, they are definitely connected. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be a situation where one family member owns one, this, and then the other one, and, right, right, they, right. and they're like connected on a, on some level. Like Pool's public house. Like there's a north one, right? There's a south one. Yeah. Tyler Pool owns the south one. His brother owns the north one, and they right, right, right. have share some similarities. But they have different Facebooks. They have different. Yeah, they have all different things. They don't really share too right. much of a connection. Well, because I don't think I don't think the South Hill Benedito serves the other one's beer, do they? No, I don't. I think the South Hills so is significantly oh, more aimed at like pizza, and the one in uh, it's like Sprague, right? Yeah, just down by like yeah, uh, yeah um, like the one that good one section. has some of the best. Sandwiches I've ever That's had. That's more of a brew pub. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, 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 and this yeah. one's more of like a local hangout on the South Hill, yeah. which which is totally fine. I, I I dig it for what it is, but I do like the sandwiches at the Sullivan or Sprague location better. And I don't know if that's a like you said, two different family owners or whatever it is. But yeah. it seems a, it seems like they are besides the name worlds apart in a way. I, uh, I, I, I uh, well, the they both have the knots. 
Anyways, the garlic knots are great. Yeah, no, that's right. Uh, my my preferred my bat phone uh, pizza would be uh, Flying Pie in Portland, Oregon. Really, two locations: one in the southeast, one in uh, kind of close to the clock. Or I'd say uh, Milwaukee. If you're not familiar, you're not missing anything. <laughs> Boy, another boring ass Portland suburb full of commerce. Uh, but they just they they pile on the toppings. One of those, yeah. Oh yeah, they pile on the toppings, and so much so that they actually have. A uh, a pizza, you know, they put the pizza on the sheet. You know, when it comes out of the oven, they have another one with holes in it. That the instant it comes out, they flip it upside down, just oh. because all those toppings, you have all that grease, you have all uh, you know from vegetables, you have all that moisture and all that water, Ugh. and they just drain it off. And it makes this, it, but it sounds, it looks and sounds weird, but it, I mean, the result it speaks for itself. Sure, I mean, you we just this, went to Peace Pie, and there was a, a thin layer of like oil. On yeah. top of it, which personally to me signifies a good pizza. That's flavor. Yeah, that's flavor. I got to so, go to Sandy from Along Came Polly. God rest his soul. Um, <laughs> but you know he's dripping one one piece onto the other. You know, I mean, that's oh flavor. yeah, why not just keep adding it to the next one? Yeah, God just bless you, thing. Sandy. We miss you. <laughs> um, and I will. I'll add one last note on the pizza situation. Have you been to um, Pete's Pizza or the Calzone King? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, the Calzone there. Yeah, right, right, right there next to uh, Jack and Dan's. There's one next to Jack and Dan's, and there's one on Northwest Boulevard a little bit before, I think, the Flying Goat. And both of those. Are they? And again, I, think, I think they're the yeah, same. Okay. I think, yeah, one's Bar Row, one's whatever. But, uh, and they used to have one in the Valley, but it closed down. But um, those Calzones. Yeah, they're fantastic. Uh, they're fantastic. I, I think if you're going to pizza it up yeah because if we go any farther than pizza and calzone we enter an italian food and that's a that's a whole nother conversation See, i was i was spoiled as a child because uh right around the block we had a, a long island pizza and it was these guys from long island really they came from long island no i know crazy name you know so original but these guys i mean they knew what they were doing I mean, they're these guys, yeah, hey, yeah, you doing? Hey, fuck, you fucking, you want to fucking be, yeah, you go, you know? And that's how they went. They're tossing the pies and stuff like that. So I'm all of, you know, 11 years old. That's a skill to be able to really toss well, a yeah. pie, man. And like, the and jams. So I actually get this genuine Long Island pizza. And so was, after that, it was like, well, fuck, you know? Yeah, what, what's going to compare to this? I didn't think they had pineapple there. You know, they're probably like, what are you, what are you fucking nuts? <laughs> what are you crazy? Are you fucking nuts? You want fucking pepper? You want what on there? So grab a bag of uh, pineapple. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm never going to let that go. It's fine. Um, you mentioned this earlier. It's so easy to talk about grub, but let's talk about grog for just two seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, do you, what is your drink of choice? Beer. I mean, pizza and beer is pretty much Oh, synonymous. I meant in general. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, so you're having a pizza. What, what's your, what are you beer. drinking? But what kind of beer? So I, I Come go, on, Joel. So to me, okay, so it's the same thing as like uh, anytime I go out. I, I prefer every I, day. Well, <laughs> yeah, every day. In fact, I'm late. But uh, no, so it's like uh, you know, I I want to. I used to drink whiskey and beer all the time, but the whiskey got a little too heavy, and sure, yeah. I got a little nutty on that, you know, a little nutty. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of made the decision not to do so much whiskey because I kind of got oh, sure there there. And, but the rule was you can have good whiskey or you can have a good beer, but you can't have them both at the same time. Sure, if you're sure, having a sure. good beer, you have shit whiskey, you know. Yeah, because you, you don't want to ruin your good whiskey yeah, exactly. with bad beer. So that's kind of or bad beer. Exactly how I feel with pizza, you know. So it's like if you got shit pizza, you can have a good beer. But if sure. you got if you have so you balance good pizza, that out. you got kind of got to have a shit beer. 
You okay. Know? All right. All right. So that you're not like, that. yeah, you're not flooding, you're not flooding your palate with all these crazy flavors. You know, I mean, cause I, I can go all over the spectrum on beer, you know, darks and gozas and sours. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. IP, IPAs I just all had around. a sour with our, our, was that a sour? Bite. Yeah. I had a peach, uh, peach sour, which peach actually sour. went really well. I like a lighter beer or I've actually, again, wine is my sin in so many ways. I've enjoyed some, uh, lighter whites with cheese. Like, so if you get like I wouldn't say like a muscat, but like a Pinot Gris or something like that. Sweeter. Sweeter or even just light citrus because you can balance out that cheese yeah. really well. It's it's almost like if you were doing like a salami and a cheese and some bread while you're sitting at the bank of a river, like eating and drinking at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But then you add tomato in there and you're like, oh, I got to balance it out a little bit. I will say a nice light red Sangiovese has been really good. Because, again, if I'm eating a whole pizza, which I did the night I ordered that large right, pepperoni. Right, right. <laughs> And part of the um, box. And part of the yeah, always going hard. There's cheese in the box. <laughs> it's also. Are you the kind of guy who's, who's like, well, so you're getting your piece of pizza and part of it rips off when you're pulling your slice away? Yeah. Do you take somebody else's and put cover it up and be like, oh, this is mine now? Well, it depends. It all depends on the people. Exactly. <laughs> Am if I it, nice to these people or not? No. If it's if it's my pizza, so I'm crazy. So if I pull, you know, you pull your pizza off, some of the toppings come off. I pick up the topping and put it on the next piece. You know, wow, you just go into town. Well, yeah, so the next, you psycho so the next piece, the next is, piece yeah. is even better. So the next piece is like that. So the much first more. piece was like, oh, yeah, it all comes from flying like, oh, pie. I mean, fl- I'm t- I shit you not. The, so, first off, they get the, cr- the crust nice and crunchy, but it's still thick. And the toppings, like, I can't stress to you enough how much toppings they put on there, and it's mm. still not too much in a way. Oh, that's nice. And because you can, you can I mean, have too much toppings. I mean, we're talking like 22 inch pizzas. You know, so they're huge. So, so one piece, that's a meal. That's, uh, that's a meal. That's a, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. So I will, I will, I will, I, I think we should move on from pizza. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah, will yeah, say yeah. one last thing. I think we have ignored one minor pizza place in town that yeah. is all over. Good. I think. Oh, wait. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, just fuck them. No, yeah. um, Papa Murphy's. Thoughts? Uh, Cake and bake? Solid. Solid. I think, I agree. It's I, a, I gotta a, say. I, I would say so. Okay, okay. Here we go. This is, and I just came up with this because that's how my mind works. Genius, ladies. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yes, they're all impressed with your pizza yeah. knowledge. Go Both ahead, of them. Genius. Tell me, boy whiz, what's going on? <laughs> There's like half a girl listening right now. Um, but <laughs> don't, don't call your cousin that. Statistics. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, uh, please listen. I'm just kidding. But no, okay, but so listen. so you know you know you know how uh, your base uh, it, for burgers is um, Red Robin is Red Robin. That's yeah. that's my base for pizza. Yeah, true parrot. If you can't beat a take I and mean, bake, yes, yeah, a take and bake. You know, but I it's, mean, it's good. It's good. It's good. Solid, it's man. good. And uh, the double deckers are the phenomenal. double decker. Oh, you know, that, and that, that's that, speak that about chicken bacon um, with the white oh, sauce. Oh, God, forget. Are you kidding me? That's actually like I would say that's above, above average. Above average. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. speaking about a meal and a pizza. Yeah. That's you take one of those for lunch. And you're I mean, good. Like anybody that, that allows me to eat a cowboy. <laughs> well, I mean, when that's I, part they three have of a, the sex, they have a cowboy I can eat. <laughs> their, their cowboys are Yeehaw. edible. They have a cowboy. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so uh, last last week I mentioned um, that we had a, a third email. <laughs> a third email. <laughs> Look at this. We're doing so well. Um, yeah, and I thought we should read it. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Give me, give me the deets. So okay, so this one comes from Nicholas C. And he says, "Hey, Grubbers, a question and a suggestion. Uh, what are the tasks or extra tasks that the second you try to do them always seem to go bad or get interrupted?" Um, you know so the doom tasks, right? The doom. So this tasks. is like the front of house, back of house tasks that 
right. never get to. And just to wrap it up, he wanted to also suggest Burnt, which I've seen. I do highly suggest oh, it. Oh, Burnt as you, a media? If, yeah, let's watch it. Yeah, I have you, not if, seen Burnt. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, let's do it for next highly week. Highly suggest Burnt. it. We'll talk um, about White after this. but And then he sent a picture of, it looks like, underdone... Uh, croutons? Yeah, croutons, yeah. Oh, Jeez, my. It looks like they probably Is need to be back in for jacket? a little bit. <laughs> um, anyways. The uh, task gone. You got one? You got one? Because I... So uh, the only one I can remember is back at Mary Hill. Every time I tried to do those take bites, you know, it seemed like like slicing them up or yeah, what? Like, you know, I mean, it's such an easy task. It just takes a little while. But sure. It, and and just seems like seemed like kind of like every task there, I was interrupted. But that one especially, it seemed like that's if we wanted some business, it's like, you know, let's bring in the business. Okay, I'll just start doing some steak bites because it seemed like that's what all of a sudden I didn't have enough time to yep. to do it. You know, you had to clean you had to clean the meat, cut it up nicely. You know, make sure they're all relatively same size and then portion it out, you know? Yeah, yeah. So getting that that meticulous prep was really the hard part. The other doom task, which I'm not sure he's talking about, was farting. And the reason I say this, and I'm, I'm sure you're wondering. I um, am. Bo- it's both a of big you. question mark above my head right now. Every single time in the restaurant business, mainly when I was front of the house, I would, I would be at the end of a bar. You know, there's only mm-hmm. one entrance to the bar, and I'm like... God, I got a fart, you know, and this is going to be, it's going to be one of those, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, sometimes you fart around a poop and, you know, stinks. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it seemed like every time I did that, no matter how, there would be no servers that needed my attention or needed me all night long. But the, the moment second you step I out. did that, they, all of a sudden, you know, a server Three comes people from, come up, yeah. yeah. Joe, hey, I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> you don't want none of this, do we? <laughs> And it seemed like, and I would test it. I would be like, oh, man, there's nobody around, but watch this. Oh, my God. And sure it's enough, there's someone hand across. Up. Not oh sure that's gosh. what uh, Nicholas Not sure what was Nicholas talking about. For. But uh, so front of the house is a little bit different, though. Yeah, front of the house that's is we're constantly, constantly trying to do things. So I, I'm trying to figure out what's the one. We have a glass polisher at Mary Hill. and What's his name? Uh, his name's <laughs> Buffy the Glass Slayer. <laughs> It's got a name. We put yeah, a name on it. It's Buffy. <laughs> you know, the funny thing is more people ask about that than our own personal lives. They're like, that's a really cool device. It's five <laughs> spinning pylons with like cloth on them and you put yeah. your glass in there and it polishes it all it's up. Instantly more interesting. Yeah, more interesting than anything else. People are like, oh my God, that's amazing. How long have you had it? When did that get invented? Like, like yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, you've been to Italy. Blah, blah. <laughs> oh my God, what is that? that it's is- washing the glasses. So Actually, it's polishing have- them. Polish. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, you're good. And it, it always feels like the moment you want to start because it's right there in the front of the house, right, right, right where it needs to be, so we can polish them and put them right away. Uh, every time, because it's not a it's not a fast process. You can only do one at a time. But every time you start that thing up, it gets its heat going. You can put one on there because the five pylons are in a like like a dice. Oh, I see. Two so it's in the middle. Okay, you put it okay. in the middle. So it hits I was it on like, all wait, there's there five of them. Yeah, <laughs> no, because yeah, the glass is just yeah. shattered. Oh, really? You know, it would, it's too close. So you put wow. it in the middle. It's all polishing it. And as soon as you get the second one started, somebody inevitably right. comes up to the front and goes, oh, I'd like to do something. And you're like, I, I need I have 25 glasses in Iraq trying to burn right. through these. And if I don't do them, I'm just going to be wait. Now you've behind. been to Iraq. No, I'm scared. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I get, I but get yeah, that. That's I my doom that. task. I can never get so you can't, that. You can't put them at opposite ends. You can, but they don't get the they don't outside get the, the well because they, they, yeah. then they start to spin and it, yeah, it just doesn't work. So it's a one machine. It's very good at what it does. It's fascinating, by the way. I've seen it. Yeah, and and, and I mean, Buffy's it, a beautiful woman. <laughs> man, 
She's a, she just polishes that glass. She just polishes. This is an inanimate <laughs> object that we've given a name to. I'm not saying that women need to be in the kitchen it's polishing totally glass, animate. but it's no, it's not. Well, oh, it well. moves. It's animated. <laughs> Let's do the twist. Sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, so we wanted to talk a little bit about, we don't really have a ton of time left, but let's just blast through Whites. I don't think it's going to take too long. If you haven't seen Whites, it's a uh, BBC comedy. 2010. I, I, 2010? Told me, yeah. Oh, it seems like so much further back than that. Anyways, it's a BBC comedy about um, life in, in the fine dining restaurant in England. And uh, You've got some interesting characters. You've got your head chef. You've got your God, sous chef. you got them all. you got your front of house maitre d'. You've got your kitchen manager. You've got your owner. And all of them blend really, oh really well God. together. I was I was they telling you this. I was, you recommended this one to me. And Kiki. it was fun. Kiki. Oh, my God. Yeah. Kiki. Kiki and um, what's Kiki, it? Kiki's a server. You got to. You just got to. Highly just recommend. Gotta, yeah. it's, it's like six episodes, thirty minutes. Have you seen piece. it, Brennan? Brennan, you seen Whites? I have not. Oh. Uh, so it's on Tubi, and uh, that's T U B I, and uh, it's free if you. It's have. good. It, it just goes to show you um, not only like a stressful kitchen environment, but it also kind of shows you the different players in a kitchen. The head chef's an alcoholic. The head chef has a big head, but at the same time has low expectations. His sous chef is a whipping boy in so many ways. And the person below the head, uh, the sous chef, like the assistant of the sous chef, is uh, just antagonistic. I fucking hate that guy. Uh, yeah, me too. And it is his whole point. But it gives you this really excellent little cosmos of feelings towards your kitchen staff and the people who how they how they interact, how they work. There's one point where the the assistant to the sous chef is like making tartlets, and the sous chef is just crushing it, just like making one yeah, after yeah, another. Yeah. He goes, "How many have you made?" He goes, "Uh," and for way too long, he counts. He goes, uh, 14. He goes, "We need to make eight hundred of these <laughs> in two hours and he's like oh yeah well you're gonna do like the lion's share of that right and he goes what the f-? like it's just that feeling of always being behind and i think that's an excellent feeling towards the kitchen because that I'm is guessing, a sous chef feeling yeah and i feel like that's probably true where you're like until the last ticket is literally pulled from the rack and you realize yeah. we're at the end of the night i would imagine there's always a feeling of like we are just one step behind where we need to be well it's almost like a curse um amongst well mainly for the sous chef and this isn't this isn't personalized towards anybody just mainly an observation that i've noticed throughout uh my illustrious career um <laughs> ladies uh that that the chef does have a lot of administrative duties and so it does mm. kind of pull them away from the line so they i think that they do like much like in whites they get comfortable in that and you know he's working towards his first michelin star so he, you know, obviously he's uh, starting his autobiography on his little personal recorder. Um, but what's so great about it, and this is my favorite part, is that he does come off, come off right away as a clot. Yeah. And then and then the Sue's like, look, it's gotten so bad. We need your help online. Yeah. And what happens? He comes online. And immediately gets he, pulled away by the owner. Well, but he also, the second he gets online, he knows everything that's going on sure and knowing and, that position yeah 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 like like even though you look at him and you're like oh man you know how do you even get to this spot well that's how you know like, because he's yeah there's despite no chef out everything there that, else yeah around despite having a, a calculator in one hand and a management tool in the other like he still can get right back in the line and immediately fit into that and, knows, and still knows the most exactly and that's and i think that's what dedicates what a chef versus sous chef is like you can be distracted by a billion other things but as soon as you step back into your role yeah. That your your main goal here is you're right back on it. I highly recommend it. I was I was yeah. tickled pink how fun it was. Watch it now. 
<laughs> well, watch it in seven minutes. Um, you had a great topic. Uh, yeah, so we've been talking about the idiot's guide a lot, and I had an experience last weekend, and I'd like to flip this around. I think this should be the server's guide. Um, I went to uh, a bachelorette party. No, I did not jump out of the cake. I thought about it, but no, I was actually part you of Team Bride. No, I, yeah, I thought <laughs> the whole time I was just eating the ice <laughs> cream. The icing for me, I was like, wow, you know, I could just, this could be a gig. Like, she doesn't know. Uh, no, my good, good friend was getting married, and I'm part of, part of Team Bride, and we went to Leavenworth, which is a location in Washington. It's very German-themed, lots of sausage and beer and wine. I mean, if, you haven't been, if you're from Washington... Close to the west side, and you haven't been try, there. Yeah, Just try to go. make it there. It's, it's awesome. Blast. Take a train. It's like 80 bucks there and oh, back really? for a train. Anyways, uh, we went to a wine tasting. Now, I have a lot of experience in wine tasting, and but I let this guy do his thing, and he came up to our table, and he was doing his conversation and everything like that. And this is, this is the lesson. I asked the guy. He had mentioned that the owners had owned this place for 40 years. I was like, wow, that's impressive. What's their favorite wine? I expected a two-second response. Oh, they love blank. The man then went on to tell me for a large amount of time, four minutes at a bachelorette party where everyone started going down really quick, that the owners are getting sick. They take medication now. They can't drink wine anymore. They really haven't been here in a long time. Like we love them, but we don't get to. And this went on for four minutes, just Debbie down in the whole party. The thing I want to tell the servers is have your two bullets loaded. What's your favorite drink? And what's your favorite drink to like recommend to people? Like, so I like. Albarino is one of my favorite whites there. And then my favorite red's a Malbec. Boom. Done and done. There you go. I don't need to know. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, bada bing, bada boom. You don't need don't to know. I don't crap. Yeah, about, and, and that's you it. Know. It's, it's, there's a level of entertainment back and forth. So for server's guide on this one, we'll flip it this time around. Be prepared for those kind of questions. What do you like to drink? It doesn't need to be a four-minute conversation. If they ask what the owners like to drink, lie. Tell them what you like to drink is what the owners like to drink. I don't mean that if you know what the owners like to drink, do it. But if the owners have medical problems like this guy was telling me, I'm here in the illusion that everything is great. And if you come at me and tell me that everything's not great, suddenly my illusion shattered. I'm not longer drinking wine. I'm at a table with a bunch of people. I just can't even imagine. It, it was really weird. We I talked about it the rest of the night. I think we're all just lucky to be here, honestly, and all you care about is wine. And it was such a... The it, owner's favorite wine is penicillin. Yeah. <laughs> okay? So and that, that was what it was. I would just say that, like, be prepared for those kind of those, those, those questions you're going to get. Bartenders, what's your favorite drink? What do you like to make the most? Those are the two things you should know. What's your favorite drink? Because not everyone's going to like it, obviously. And then what's your favorite drink to make? That's my go-to if I don't know what I want to drink. What's your favorite drink to make? Because that's easy. The bartender would most likely know. And right. I know that I can ask that without have the top three ready. Just have the top three ready. Yeah, have best, your top best three. Best beer, best wine, best signature cocktail, and then your own favorite cocktail. I mean, if you don't know this already from serving, you know, hundreds of cocktails. Yeah. I mean, come on. It. Like, open, open your mouth. Open your Say, oh, brain. Your, open your brain. What do I miss? Yeah, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> but uh, the same with food. If you're again as a server and back of house, in front of house, like if somebody comes, like, what's the chef really like? What's the chef like to make? What yeah. do you like to eat? My favorite thing's the burger at this place. My favorite thing's the sea right. bass. Like whatever it is, that's a white reference. Just saying, no, right. um, whatever it is, have that prepped because people are bad at making decisions. More often than not, you get flustered when you don't know what you're doing. Like, oh, what am I going to want? And being able to ask that question, having a solid answer, one or two things. Don't give them a lot. Just be like, I really love this, and I really love this. It'll make your day, their day, seem as seamless as it always has been. Because as soon as you start to sputter off other things, or like, oh, I really like the quesadilla, but I can't eat cheese anymore, so I've had to move somewhere else, and I'm lactose intolerant. Nobody like, gives a shit. I don't, I don't need that. You can yeah. just say like, oh, I brought my family in here, and we all loved this, and this yeah. is what made it. So just yeah. a reminder to everybody, like, Jeez. It just, just have that prepped. Have that prepped. If you're having a bad time... 
just get it out get it out somewhere else you know yeah, when exactly. you're when you're at work you got to oh, cut man. you got to cut ties just if you got to turn off turn on your robot brain my initial reaction when people would say you know what's good here what's good to drink my initial my first question is oh what do you usually drink yeah. because everything especially wine is all subjective yeah ex- absolutely and 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 a cab from one place to another totally different totally different so you know exactly and just having that prep is going to be Invital or vital, vital to invital. No, like invital. <laughs> Invitals. No, because you're inviting them. Yeah, invite them. Exactly. Just, you just made up a word. I love it. Oh. Oxford, are you out there? <laughs> Sponsored by Oxford. Hello? No, yeah. definitely not. Um, just yeah, just so just, just have those dictionaries of, the next day. And like you said, like if you're having a bad day, and this could be a whole other conversation, but if you're having a bad day, even with your regulars, you can express that. Like, ah, it's been a rough week, but yeah. I'm going to plow through. There's that positivity. Nobody wants to go to the hairdresser who's like, let me tell you all my problems. That's my job as the customer to talk to the, the hairdresser about my problems because right. they're the active listener in this world. Um, if I'm your server and you want to tell me about your deep, dark day, that's that's I can do my best, but I am not a licensed therapist, just like you are not a licensed therapist. It's, it's, it's been a rough uh, week, but you know what? I'm here now and I'm ready to serve you. It's right up there with religion and with politics. It's one of those things where it's like, so, you know, people are going to say, how are you? It doesn't mean shit. I wouldn't say that when people walked in. I would say, hey, how's it going? You know, because I didn't, I just kind of wanted to get them what they wanted quicker. Yeah. I didn't want to put them in position where they had to make small talk. So I would say, hey, welcome in. Yeah. That's exactly. it. You're welcome Even in. Even my regulars, I'm like, hey, how's your week been? Because that yeah. limits it to right now. Yeah. And if they start going off, I'd be like, that's awesome or bad. And then I have to move on because yeah. I don't I don't want to keep us here for this moment. Yeah. Welcome in. Here's a few menus. Uh, give me a flag when you're ready. Yeah. All right. Well. Thank you, been, yeah, let's do it. This Thank has been grub and grog. We absolutely grog. loved having you. This is the soundtrack we're going with. But <laughs> we'll be back soon. We love you all very much, the two of you who are listening to us. Thank you so much. Next week, we're going to do some more fun stuff. We're going to be watching Burnt, and then we'll figure out the rest of the topics. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk more about uh, uh, the strangest foods in Spokane. I think that's a good, good, fun thing. And uh, maybe we just make it like a quick little segment as we go on. I'll try Sounds and find great. my worst one. Um, obviously, uh, grub and grog spokecast at gmail.com. Please. We would love your emails. All your hate mail, Anything. all your love. Yeah, yeah just, hate mail, send it, bring it. <laughs> I mean, come on. Nick really blasted us out when he sent a picture. You know, <laughs> even though those croutons clearly needed five more minutes, Nick. Um, it doesn't matter. It was a nice picture. Yeah. All right. All right. See ya.